we're all protecting you. We have, we have all protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. Okay, I don't know. Don't, don't ever so bring so you guys around me. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I'm not really sure what I've done to you, Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast, part of the Buttered Pop Network. It's Eddie Estrada here with my co-host. Matthew, how you doing, Edward? I'm doing good. We want to apologize to everyone. We know this is a day late, but it's not a dollar short. We are <laughs> going to be rearranging a couple oh God, things. Wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. Hold on. That was perfect. That saying was correct. I know. I know that one. I know money. I'm sorry. Uh, record it here now on this day that that was, that was correct. Oh, what, you said something right. What was the one I said? Oh, I said shooting monkey in a barrel. <laughs> I was like, it's like shooting monkeys in a barrel. Like, it's shooting fish in a barrel, but let's move on. But good for you. I just wanted to acknowledge that. Anyway, continue. Yes. So what I'm trying to say is, yes, you're getting this on, on Saturday. Saturday, a weekend. Yes. Why? Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, it's pride week. And here in <laughs> New York City, so You're deal welcome. with it. Like, this is a service. We are living our pride lives, so... You're welcome. We're even doing this podcast. Enjoy no, your Saturday serving. morning, uh, drinking your coffee, getting ready for your parties tonight. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, but the real reason is with the way that things are premiering, you know, with Wednesday nights, Thursday nights, Friday nights, there's nothing on Friday nights. I'm just saying <laughs> nights. Um, we need to move things around. So we need to start recording on our Fridays so that you guys get it on Saturdays. You'll still be getting the Hot and Bravo podcast. We just want to make sure we can fit in Southern Charm, Ultimate Girls Trip, Ex-Wives Club, Beverly Hills, Dubai, and Atlanta. We want to make sure you're getting everything every week so you're just going to get it Saturday, covering the entire week before. Now, the plan was to cover the first episode of uh, Southern Charm this week, uh, but we are going to push it to next week because, um, well, first of all, we were not aware that there were not one, not two, but three, three. episodes uh, premiered for Incredible. Ultimate Girls Trip, X-Wives Club. And so we wanted to take our time to watch those, and yes. we're so glad that we did because... It's. I don't think there's. I, I. I can't remember a better Housewives premiere in in re, in recent memory. I really can't. Like in the last few years, it it delivered. It it over delivered. It delivered on on a level that I was not prepared for. It was so good. Um, and we were so caught up in that that we just we couldn't. Finish we did all three. Time. So this episode, we're yes. gonna start with. Uh, Atlanta, Dubai, and Beverly Hills. And then the whole second half of this episode is just going to be about the first three episodes of Ultimate Girls Trip. Most of this episode is about Ultimate Girls Trip. And we will be going chronologically through the episode. So if you don't want to listen to Ultimate Girls Trip, stop after our regular podcast. If you want to move into Ultimate Girls Trip, keep listening. If you want to like not get to episode two, we're going to be like, okay, so in episode two... And so you'll know. And so just stop the podcast. Understand it's on Peacock and people can watch know, it at their own it's leisure. All, it's all, it's all weird, but we, we have, we've benched it. We have a lot to discuss. <laughs> we have so much to talk about. It's incredible. <laughs> uh, but before we get to that, should we get to our first housewife show? Yeah, the original, the original ladies. Yeah. What do we want to start uh, with? Let's start with Atlanta. Okay. Perfect. Okay. <sighs> so basically this season is Drew versus Sonia. I get, it's really shaping up to be that, that, and then Kenya versus Marlo. Um, yeah, Drew enters the party. We weren't sure if she was going to come to Sonya's cookout, um, but she's there now. And, uh, and here's the thing. Like, no, I don't think that Sonya is clout chasing because, yes, she is a four-time Olympic gold medalist, and, yes, put respect on her name. That was amazing. Yes. However, 
I get what Drew is saying that in the world of housewives, in the world of Atlanta housewives, I do see a little bit of clout chasing inviting Kenya and Candy to the shoot. Be they have like, the most followers. She wants to come yes. in hot. She wants to come in and establish herself as like a person to be reckoned with, and I get that. But don't do that at the expense of your new friendship with Drew. Like, don't, you know, play play nice with me and be my friend and get your makeup done. And then when the cameras are rolling in front of the ladies, tell me that you have problems with how I'm handling things, you know? Yeah. And, and that's the thing is, like, it, it seems that they both have issues with the other at this point and they're both going to kind of be stuck in their ways. I don't think there's going to be a resolution anytime soon. Like, I just don't think they genuinely like each other. No, I don't think they viable. Sonia definitely she just, just does not like Drew. And now Drew's accusing Sonia of not paying the makeup artist. And there's that whole situation. And I do agree. I do see what they're saying. I think it was Kenya was the one that said later in the episode that, Drew now has developed this habit of talking over people and kind of cutting them off yeah. in sort of a, it's sort of a gaslighting technique that maybe Ralph uses on her. Totally. And Kenya has recognized it in Mark. Um, so I understand that Drew is giving off that, you know, vibe, uh, weird attitude. I, yeah. Her making faces when Sonia's talking, yeah. that would drive me crazy too. Um, but I, I think it all goes back to uh, not Mark, to Ralph. I, they're the same to me. They're both crazy. So anyway, it all goes back to Ralph. Mark so and Ralph, I, same person. I, I empathize with Drew more, and I think Sonya needs to just kind of cool it a little bit. Yeah, but that's just I don't know. That's just my take. I think that's I think that's fair. Yeah, I think uh, I think I'm a little bit on that side as well. Where like I understand Sonya is just coming in really hot, and I think she just if she just cools the brakes just because I second, like her. Yeah, I do. I just I don't know. I I think she's just uh, picking a fight with Drew when I don't think there needs to be one. No, there doesn't. No, we're getting plenty from... Um, but I do love Sonia's mom. Sonia's mom has got a lot to say. I mean, she I love fits the moms right into the mom, yeah. to the mom culture of Atlanta. That's perfect. 100%. Um, I think... I'm sorry. Maybe this is a hot take. I think everyone needs to get over the candy panty thing. I mean, Maybe because I love candy and I just... I get her and I know her intentions were fun and funny. But like, everyone needs to lighten up. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, like, not everyone had to participate if they didn't want to. And, like, yeah, it might have made some people uncomfortable. But, like, it was a joke. The, the fact that we're still picking this bone yeah, is it's what like, I'm like, it's why? like, really, it's not that big of a deal. Like, no one, no, no one's that upset over it except for, you know what I mean? I don't know. Exactly. It, it just seems like we're beating a dead horse at this point. I agree. What um, else happened in this? I feel like this was, there was a lighter a lot one. About Marlo this episode. Yes. Okay. It was Marlo heavy. I was like, it was a lighter episode. And then you brought up Marlo. I was like, oh yes, it was all about Marlo. Well, first I feel so bad for those kids. Like their mother, the, the, the fact that their mother could have gone to like a program instead of going like to trial and possibly going to jail. And like, she's not getting that because it's just not there. It's that's heartbreaking to see, but it's really beautiful to see Marlo step up as a caregiver as an, as an auntie and just basically become the Monty Monty. She's going to, well, and I can't I bring was, those kids I, in. I was amazed that they showed the conversation yeah. via FaceTime on camera. Yeah. That was crazy wild. And it just, it all, you know, cause I know Mar, I, I love Marlo and she can get really nasty and really reactive and she can, she can go below the belt, but seeing all this warmth to her this season has been so nice. And seeing what, she has to do for her nephews and what she has to do for her sister. It just all makes sense. Like the way that she reacts to the women, it's like she had, it seems like she's been at war with her sister their whole lives in some yeah. way. Like this tug of war of like being like at odds and then wanting to help her being at odds and wanting to help yeah. her. And so it just makes so much sense that that's how she relates to the women in the As, friend group. Uh, yeah, exactly. It, you it's know? kind of this and push and pull. Yeah. I just, 
it makes sense why she has it out for Candy. Like, she's got this, like, bone to pick with Candy, and I really don't know what is going on there. I feel it all goes back to the sister and goes back to having to fight her way through her life with, you know, yeah. being at odds with her sister. It was just, it was so beautiful to watch. I'm so glad I love Marlo. Marlo has a peach. I just keep, I know we keep saying it, but every week, but I'm just so glad she has a peach now. And I, I like her, her charity that she does the glam it up. I think that's such a great idea where it's taking it's very, her Marlo. strengths. And, yeah. You know? Yeah. That's great. You know, like bringing these, these girls in the foster system and letting them shop for new clothes and, you know, eat at these restaurants. Like that's, that's such an experience that like they probably wouldn't get. And that's so amazing that she opens these stores and lets them experience this. On the other hand, um, I get, <laughs> I get the frustration with candy giving donated clothes be, or used to clothes because the clothes are supposed to be brand new. So these girls can shop for them. So you're supposed to buy clothes that are brand new and donate those, which I get, but these are slightly used clothes from candy Burris. Right. Like it's, I, I it's not hand-me-downs. Like this is, no. this is and, like luxury boutique, like I'm the real, sorry. real Candy's intentions are are solid. Good. Yeah. I'm she's sorry. not trying to do anything and, uh, you know, rude. There's nothing really corruptible about her. So, and I think that's kind of where Marlo rubs with candy is that like, candy's got a lot of things that I think Marlo would like. Yeah. Honestly, no shade. I love Marlo, but like, it just seems apparent to me. Also like Marlo, like let the, let it go with the whole Kenya being sick or not sick thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Come on. Like, I'm over that. I'm over that too. Like, let's move on. It's these so are like silly. all these smetty, small and petty issues. But holy crap. I think the only other thing that I'm remembering from the episode was when Sonya went ape shit on, on, on Drew yes. at the at the lunch. And like Kenya's literally dragging Drew's chair over because like you can feel the heat coming off. They, they just, they're oil and water. Yes, 100%. I they're don't never, think they're not going to get on. Better. No, and we I said this at the beginning of the episode, like, they, the, there's going to be no resolution between these two because they just don't like but each Drew other. But Drew does, I do like Drew, but she does, to Sonya's credit, Drew does need to sort through her issues with Ralph if she's going to get anywhere with the ladies, with any of her relationships, with anybody. Like, it's starting to really impact how she interacts with everybody else. 100%. In a very negative way. And Kenya's picking up on it, like... Everyone's seeing everyone's it. Everyone's seeing it. So, I love you, Drew, but, like, wake up, girl. Girl, figure it out. Uh, should we move to Dubai? Dubai. Um. Okay. Yeah, Caroline <laughs> and and her her little boy toy. What are we What are we thinking about this, Miss <laughs> so Danbury? Because I, I gotta I gotta admit I've been I've been kind of dreading watching Dubai. I hate to say it. It's not. It hasn't been giving me the what does Shay Clay say the ooh ah, ah sensation. It has not been giving me what I want. This is this episode's been a little bit better. Coming right out of the gate with um oh um Caroline Stanbury's husband insists on having a child or like that's the end of that. And they're not even married yet. Yeah. Um or so she says. Sergio apparently wants to have a baby and doesn't want it to be a surrogate and even though Caroline is 45. Wait, so you know, but he doesn't understand like he doesn't get that a surrogate is going to still be their kid. Like he, she had he to basically explain impact, him. Yeah, he had to, she had to explain to him. I cannot believe she had to do this, but she had to explain to him that the baby is it's his still sperm, theirs. her egg, and it's just side somebody else. It still looks, it's still their DNA. And he's like, it will like, still be my legacy. And she's like, yeah. I mean, uh, the age difference is like apparent here. And she even said it. She's like, this is when I realized how young Sergio is, is like, he he's doesn't chi- know he's the basic concepts of childbirth. <laughs> 
And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm the same age as Sergio, and I definitely know how babies are made. It, so I'm, I, I, the store comes and makes a nest outside your I don't even think red flag is appropriate because I like Sergio, but like, don't they should not be having children? They, they I'm sorry. I don't okay. They, so I th- the thing is is like, I think it's fair that he wants kids. No, I know, but like, not if you're not if not if you're going to be with Caroline Stanbury. I mean, yeah. And that's what was the, he think? I mean, he's an idiot. That's what he was Well, doing. she's he saying that thinking. she's ready. She's down to do it. But if it's a surrogate. But he's, so, and he's not oh like, it's God. just going to be, be a fucking circle. We're going to go in all season. It's, uh, you know, I it's already starting. Well, um, speaking of Caroline. Is, yeah, oh my God. Get out of my I, head, man. Get out of my head. Get out of my head. Here. I was going to say, are you going to talk about the spa? Okay. I, first of all, think this is a brilliant idea. Had no idea that, um, you know, different skin types and colors like need different types of lasers and like what is, you know, what for some does not work for others. And there's not all inclusive spas in the, in salons in the Dubai area for women of color to go to. And I think Caroline D making the salon spa and for second of all, the space is gorgeous, but like, I think it's a brilliant idea. I think it's such a smart, like part of the market that she's going to tap into that she's going to have hold over because every woman of color in Dubai is going to be coming to her. Well, for, it's also a really personal thing for her too. Like yeah. she has a very personal story of like, I'm tired of going to six different places to get my hair and my nails yes. and my skin done. Yes. Bullshit. So we're all going to bring it together. Um, be, she's a self-made millionaire in a year. I was like, from real what? estate. I'm like, holy shamole. She, so her stock really like went up for me. This episode. I, she is crazy. Yes. We oh, will no. say she's, she's a, absolutely she's insane. Twinkle in her eye. Of, and the, I'm going to murder you. And, and the whole great. bullying son situation that she pulled up later in the episode where she was like interrogating her son about bullying. And he was like, I'm not he talking like, about Mom, this. It's cool. Like we resolved this and I don't know why you're bringing this she's up. Like, but you ride the bus for social interaction. So if people are bullying <laughs> yeah. you. That's against school rules. And it's like Caroline. It's like Caroline. What? You're so new you're so green like we all we've all been watching these shows for so long we know when you're you're producing yeah gotta be like Rena. you gotta be like a stealth gotta, gotta do it under produce okay so we have nina getting this brand new rolls royce for her 11th anniversary from her husband he's like keep your bentley we're just gonna uh, upgrade you and get you a brand new either phantom ghost or suv like expensive cars See, i really like nina but the the casual air to which they are discussing this is so crazy uh, however she she wins me back when she <laughs> she freaks out about the fact that like people are spending hundreds of millions of dollars on license, on plates. license plates apparently like the fewer letters you have in dubai the higher your status so like one it, what was it? it was d5 d5 or something went for 35 million dollars that's horrifying that like yeah. that amount of wealth, I'm sorry, is absolutely ridiculous for a license plate. Like, why wouldn't you just give that to like, I don't know, the World Food Bank or something? I don't like. I don't. I just because people no, 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 love no. to I spend drive their money. Dubai yeah. with a license plate that says DF, so people know I'm a fucking badass. Like, I I just don't get it. So I just couldn't imagine spending that much money. But nope, anyway, neither could I. Um. Speaking of money, Lisa and her husband and what's her company's called again? It's called like Mina Rowe. Mina I don't Rowe. know if I, I, no, I don't, I, I don't know. I do know. I would not have my spouse be my, the CFO of my company. I don't know if I would do that. Unless, I mean, unless we started the company together and like we yeah. were like, okay, my role is this, your role is this. Yeah. But, but I think 
Because it's if, clearly not a passion project for him whatsoever. So, no, this is the problem. It's it's not his only job. If he was only the CFO for this company, there'd be no issues because his whole focus would be on this. But he has a full-time job outside of this. Which I totally. Which is why he's thinking like, okay, like I, I, yeah, this is second to me. And she's like, no, I need you. She neither needs to hire someone, hire someone real that's going to be full-time or deal with what I would hire someone else just because that dynamic of like him being you know all he's a little um, dicky nothing happens without unless I sign the check or I I sign the paper it just it just that's not a good like you know sort of uh, what is it like? It's not good weather to set in your marriage. No, not at so all. So I just I don't know. I think that they should think about not doing that together. But sho- like I'm not shocked, but like wow, eight figures. That's that's a lot. Multi millions. Right? Yeah, because seven figures is a million it, though, dollars. That's how much people in Dubai are spending. Yeah. So I, I wonder how much other fashion brands are going for. I wonder. I just wonder what the intake is in Dubai for other fashion brands. Basically. See, my thing is like, do I just move to Dubai and just start selling stuff at like a hundred million dollars a pop? How much? You we're, we are dirt poor, dude. We are starving artists in New York. What money do you have that you're gonna? What what money seat are you sitting on that you're gonna move over to Dubai? You don't know. With all due, I love you, but like, okay, moving on. In the um, future, in the future. Um, okay, okay. So getting to the end of the episode, real quick. Yeah, what happened? It was so funny because I wrote, I literally write in my notes. Caroline Stanberry is so smart to stay so calm, and what I meant by what I meant by this is, um, Ayana is going just crazy and about how Caroline's mad at her. They have a feud and they don't know why, whatever. Yeah. And Caroline just wins by not even acknowledging it like it's just such a power move as a housewife and yes. i was like yeah i i think it's bitchy as hell and it's like so crazy and conniving but like as a power move as a housewife i just I respect it's it. great yeah however <laughs> I, I write that and I, I go oh lol never mind caroline is a psycho because sergio's one of them she tried so yeah like Lisa just wanted to clear the air and be like, why didn't you come to my fashion show? It's just classic housewife flowers. Well, also, Ayana, why didn't you come Ayana to my fa- Chanel, and yeah. Sergio were talking too. Like, why are you? Why don't you come to my fashion show? Like, I'd love you to be there. And, of course, Caroline's going to lie and say, oh, I was swamped with wedding. Yes, me and Chanel have issues, but really it was wedding stuff, and I was just, I'm so caught up in my own shit, and I apologize, whatever. We So I thought even though it was like a half-assed apology, we were good. Yeah. And then just the sight of Sergio and Lisa getting along. And maybe it was because Sergio and Ayan were also talking and getting along, and Caroline also clocked that too earlier. Yeah. But out of nowhere, she goes, What is this? What's happening? Are you going to suck his dick? Uh, I mean, everyone, including myself, like me watching, and then everyone sitting there just didn't Nina know. Nina was what literally to like do. wide eyed, like, What is going like, on here? What is happening? Um, it just it was out of left field. I'm gl- sort of glad that everyone kind of screamingly came back together to the table to try to work it out. And I just loved Caroline D and Nina and Lisa all going, or not Lisa, Nina, Caroline D and, um, and Sarah all going, what the fuck is happening? Like, this is, this is a non fight. Yeah. Get over yourself. And then cut to the weird gossip girl sequence at the end. Yeah. They're like dancing to the music and it's like slow-mo and it's like the voiceovers. And I'm like, what? They're taking a lot of liberties creatively. Like I thought with they were going to cut ahead to like, fights that were going to happen later in the season. Like that's the mood they were setting. And then they, they, never they did. didn't they just cut to credits. Yeah. I was like, is this going to like flash forward? <laughs> is it going to like, what, what's, are there going to be words on the screen? No, nothing. They were just no, dancing. I just was very confused. Yeah. Again, this was a slightly better episode for me, but the Dubai franchise it's, is leaving me a little confused. I, it hasn't a hundred percent like stolen my heart yet. 
No, they have not found their footing quite yet. No. But again, it's first season. I'm willing to I'm willing to wait. Willing we're willing to put in the time and effort for y'all for as y'all. well. All right, should we go to Beverly Hills? Um okay. Okay, for, I literally have only one note. Okay, I have one single note. Before we get to that, I'm going to say my because I know your note. I want to say I was shocked to see Kyle talk about her first husband on the <gasps> show. Oh my god, me too. I I I I feel like she kind of talks about it but never really has like shown photos of him, no. talked about the relationship. Has not it out they had the videos. Totally I was like, "Wow, thank you." I was like it was it was one of those things. It was a moment. It was a moment. Well, when you're on the show this long, if you're not going to start, you know, giving us more stuff, like your time I, and starts that's to the, tick. And that's the thing. Good for Kyle because she knows Kyle. she has to like. She's like, you know what? My entire life. And by the way, side note, we just want to say, congratulations to Mauricio and his girls. Buying Beverly Hills is the newest Netflix show coming yeah, to your it, streaming services. According to Instagram, I'm that's I'm thrilled. Yeah, my friend who works in Netflix was at the party and it was at Davina's like $75 million property or whatever oh that she couldn't sell. Amazing. And I was like, that's the perfect place to throw this party. But keep on, be on the lookout for that. But yeah, so um, what is your note? Is it what I think it is? Um, Erica wasted. Yes. Um, this is, the, this, that was the entirety of this episode was how drunk is Erica? Um, first of all, her proposing... Uh, uh, she proposed a threesome with her, Rob, Crystal, and Garcelle, to which Crystal was like, wouldn't that be a foursome? And then everyone was like, wait, did she just propose Garcelle to be in a threesome <laughs> yeah. with Rob and Crystal? <laughs> it was all just kind of like, what is going on? And then moving into, you know, I'm from the South, and we're an agriculture, oh my God. We're an agriculture like, city. If you work, like, you can get paid. It's like... Yeah, that's that's how it works. We're not. We weren't like with these people with textiles. textiles like, like, who are you? And then her lying alone on the chaise as she's like, we had a round, yeah, and it was called the illegal. Which, by the way, Which, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm that, sorry. That's not foreshadowing. I don't know what is the illegal. The illegal. Um, it, but it was very Sonia Morgan, Grey Gardens, yeah. like. I was like, this I'm, is. I've taken my meds and I've taken too many alcoholic beverages. Yes, to bed. <laughs> it was like, girl. Be careful. Oh, uh, and then so they rough. started playing her music to try to get her going. And everyone was like, some people were dancing and sudden being like, I cannot celebrate this song. Like it's a good song, oh, but I cannot celebrate it, this song. It's kind of true though. Expensive to be me does not yeah. slap uh, as much as it used to because of what's happened. But um, I also loved when she's like fading in and out of consciousness. And the editors have like, it's sort of like the POV oh, the of eyes. the camera is like her eyelids opening and shutting. Like, it was them. brilliant. It was such a, it was a funny episode. And then, yeah, it, they, they, they all get back to, you know, doc and she's fine. She just passed out like any other good drunk. She's just wild. Right um, now. but Garcelle, uh, at dinner tells everyone that they're invited to her birthday party. Right. And Denise is going to be there. Right. So she's worried about, you know, she was like, Lisa, I told you to talk to Denise. Did you talk? She's like, actually, I did talk to Denise. Um, I, I did have a conversation. But then when Garcelle texted Denise about it. In her confessional. She was like, when? But I'm wondering if, uh, I'm wondering if since, like, I'm wondering if since Lisa reached out, they've talked more than once. 
and the when was a it was a response to like like how, what one of the times that we've reached out recently like we've are you talking about yeah yes. I mean I think that will all get sorted out at the reunion I I mean I hope so I know I know Lisa posted something can't Granted, remember where Lisa it was just lied a bunch about that whole thing with uh what Kathy held was it Kathy Hilton and the assistant? and the assistant yeah so that was a whole scam so maybe. Lisa did lie. Yeah, well, she sent she posted the message with Denise. Oh, she, she did. She sent it on October 2nd and said, "Denise, I am deeply sorry for the way I treated you on and around the show. I hope you are doing well and I wish you and your family nothing but the best." Heart emoji. And then Denise responded two days later saying, "Thank you so much for your text. It means a lot. I hope you and your family is is good." <laughs> with a brain hands emoji and a heart emoji. Um, okay. And then she said, I didn't show that on the show because I thought it was private. But since I've been, I've now seen the show, I thought it would set the record straight. And I'm like, good for you. Good for you. Honestly, Rena, you have every right to do that because you know, the gauntlet was thrown and once it's thrown, you got to answer. So good, you know, and I'm glad that she reached out to Denise and I'm glad that hopefully the party won't be dramatic. Yeah. Sutton and Diana, this is a, a, a weird feud that's brewing. I mean, it's not really a feud. Basically, Diana's like, you had an opportunity to be my friend and you weren't. And I don't like the way you act and you're beneath me. So go sit in your assigned seat, you little bitch. Which I kind of love. No, I that was a power move. That was like, no, you can go back to your assigned seat. Yeah. And then suddenly like, I can get my own private plane. It's like, Fuck but you, you didn't. Yeah, but you didn't. You're I mean, come on. It's so ridiculous. I'm so, team Diana. It hasn't even really started yet. I'm team Diana. <laughs> I know. I just think Diana is going to really come. I, she's so fascinating to me because everything is so weird that she says. Yes. Nothing makes sense. Like, I mean, but also like she's lived such a hard life too. like finding out her brother was like killed. Oh my God. In the ethnic s- cleansing. And they like lied to her about where he was. And her father had to. Ident- oh oh like, my gosh. It was horrible. like, and then, but then you hear things like, I don't, I've never been into a store. Stores make me feel weird because. Like, and it's like, girl, the what? The spectrum is so wide It's with her. so, yeah, it's, it's, she's just, it blows my mind. But I'm still enjoying it. Um, I'm excited to get further into the season. So am I. I'm, I am liking Beverly Hills and I just want to see more messy Erica. I'm not going to lie. I did really enjoy it. I had a good time. Yeah. Uh, okay. Attention listeners. <laughs> if you have not yet watched Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip Season 2 Ex-Wives Club on Peacock. Episodes one, two, or three. Turn it off. Pause right now. Pause. Come back later. Watch the show. We'll always come be back. Here. In we are. We, we have still be here. We have spoilers. Lots of spoilers. We're gonna go through pretty much every single episode. Yes. So buckle up. Get ready. It's time for Ultimate Girls Trap. It was everything. Everything. It was everything and more. It was better than I ever thought it could be, and it's only the beginning. The intro. It was Great British Bake Off Downton, meets Succession yeah, like meets Downton Abbey. Yes. Like, uh, I was like, oh, I'm intrigued to go into Bluestone Manor. Me too. BSM as they call it on the show. Um, How crazy is it? First of all, the no. children. The children. No. All Kennedy. the children. All the children. Kennedy is 15. 15 years old. She looks like... We're talking- it, I, I, she looks like a fully a full-fledged adult. It freaked me out so hard. I remember that girl's... Alice in Wonderland tea party on season two yes. of Real Housewives of Beverly yes. Hills. And now she's what, 15 years old? Yes. And Jake is so old. Brandy's son is so old. Oh my gosh, but I've seen Phaedra's photos of him. boys are so old. Oh my gosh, old Phaedra's now. boys are so big. I mean, Allie's so old. She's my age. Well, but we didn't see Allie. I'm kidding. Allie, you 
dick. Um, it was just crazy to see all of the children. Like uh, Taylor is living in the in the OC now, which I'm like, yeah. hello, can we bring her on to so Orange he, County? So like I and I hate to say it, but like I think, and I, we talked about this. I think this season is a like audition for all of the ladies to return to their franchises via the legacy. Yes, exactly. I think there is, I think there's an opportunity and I think it would be a very smart opportunity for OC to do the legacy. Multiverse that's that's blowing up is, is really the Bravo cinematic universe. We just can't call it the the housewives universe anymore because we have Southern charm. We've got summer house. Everyone is mixed. In this multiverse of housewives, like there's a splintering going on of like of timelines. Multiverse of madness. I'm telling you, it's not speaking of which, the intro again I want to jump back it made me think this was like a murder mystery episode like like (laughs) someone is going to be killed in this bluestone manner and they're going to have to do a whodunit a hundred percent in 1920s garb um I wait (laughs) I love what the fuck is a Berkshire everyone thinking it's like the Hamptons what is a Berkshire and then Vicky going yeah I'm nervous for if there's going to be Gorgiles 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 and they're like what and it's like, girl, I I missed Vicky. I have to say, as crazy as she is, she is such. I'm Eva. I'm literally like, I'm fangirling over here. I love Vicky. And then Vicky's like, I, I don't know who this girl is. Everybody, honestly, it was so. It's literally like coming home, seeing all of these we women. Should, we should say who's on the season. I don't think we've mentioned that yet. Okay, well, let's go down the line. So we've got um, Vicky and Tamara and Taylor all arriving together. Yes, we have Brandy arriving on her own. Uh, we have Jill arriving as a surprise. Jill Zarin. Um, and then we have Eva and Phaedra arriving. Yes. And then, of course, we've got Dorinda Medley, our host at Bluestone Manor. Um, <laughs> Phaedra is talking about Brandy. And she goes, if Kenya tells you, if Kenya says that you're crazy, who bitch, you batch of crazy. Yes. Like, it's amazing. But I also love that almost immediately, like, Eva, Phaedra, and Brandy, the Scorpios, all bond. You instantly. know, I was like, I, because I, I, I remember that they are Scorpios. And then them just acknowledging it and immediately the three of them just latching to each other and being like, okay, we're in this. The vibes are there. Everything that they're saying, I'm just, I'm living for the Scorpio house. But also LOL Taylor Armstrong saying that she's one of the nicest people on the planet. Like I love, I know we're, we're going to get to that later. Like her, her amazing like blow up, but I, and I love Taylor, but sweetheart, you are not one of the nicest people in the world. Um, Thank you though. I do like that Dorinda has house rules. Um, no shoes upstairs, broken within the first five minutes. Of course. No food or beverages upstairs. Brandy is eating in her bedroom every morning. Yes. <laughs> any questions, ask the lady of the manor. No one is asking anything. Oh, of course not. Um, I um, I giggled when they got their cupcakes and the, uh, the Vicky's like, I'll eat you and you eat me to Tamara. And Tamara's like, oh, that's weird. Very Brandy and Denise. <laughs> it was I'm like, great. oh, she's locked and loaded. Um, it's very sad for Vicky right now because Vicky um, literally the day before they left for this trip got dumped by a uh, good old, good old boy there. Engagement broken. What's his name again? <laughs> Scott. No. Vicky and Ted? Steve Lodge. Damn Steve. Steve Lodge. <laughs> 3324. But we should keep some yeah. of it. Um, fucking Steve Lodge. Like, what a piece of shit. I'm sorry. Like, if I were Vicky, I would feel bad too. Like, you got dumped by a loser and you've been dumped by not one, but two huge losers. In yeah. her life, in the last 20 years. She's and been, she bought the ring, so she's like, of course I'm not giving it back. I'm like, oh my goodness. I Like, she bought the house in Mexico. She bought the ring. Like, Steve's a fucking crook. I mean, 
oh, so I feel bad for Vicky, but like it really sets the tone and the temperature. You can tell why she's of kind of trip. like on edge. She's not really participating. She's kind of in a bad mood and it's like, okay, Dorinda's calling this out and Dur- the, the, oh gosh, the matchup of Dorinda and Vicky against each other is, I mean, we'll get more into it in like the, the second episode, but, but it's like such a, it's like an amazing, it's literally like, um, like a, oh gosh, like a, like a Marvel character matchup that we've all been wanting, like um, Jean Grey and Wanda, you know, Wanda Maximoff, which none of you are going to understand. You so. are so stupid. <laughs> I am stupid. Speaking of stupid, Dorinda already starting about Richard, like looking out the window out into the fucking field. The, like, the lady oh, there, she, there he is by the orchard. I go by there every day and I stroke the bark there and I whisper sweet nothings into I the I love Phaedra like, being like, who the fuck is Richard? <laughs> yeah. Who is this man? Where is he? He's not by the tree. He's not in this house. She's like, who? I'm sorry. Phaedra is my favorite girl on this show right now. She is my top housewife. She's like, I could be Phaedra or Fabergé. I I know that Phaedra, I know she's problematic because she may or may not have accused Candy of raping someone. However, I missed her so much. I'm not afraid to say it. It's so good to have her Her back. Her being so happy to be in the fish and being like, OMG, Jaws. Oh my God, Jaws. Like when she sees the shark, she's like, I was with the sharks and they were trying to get away from me. Oh my God. And then like what other quotes, like you can't get dig without love or you can't get dig without love. It happens. Or I'm in bondage when it comes to that stuff. <laughs> it's like so good. She is like Phaedra is what I want to be as a Scorpio when I grow up. A hundred percent. She is it. She's, she's really the, come to, into her own. She is the, um, the blueprint. I'm really happy that she's back. Really happy. She's back. And yes, this, I do agree that this is sort of like, this could be like a, a housewives United nations. What? Like bringing everyone together. Um, I guess you could say Brandy and Taylor are reconciling at the top. Um, I, I, I wish we were starting Brandy off less drunk, but what was I thinking? No, I guess is what I'm going to say. Yeah. So Brandy. Hmm. So this is the problem with Brandy is Brandy doesn't know how to apologize and Brandy doesn't know how to make things not about herself. And she doesn't know how to like, she doesn't know how to filter. No. So and she's so afraid of her own feelings and her own goddamn shadow that she has to drink her feelings away. So when she's <laughs> trying to have this conversation with Taylor being like, you know, I want to like basically be, apologize for the way that I acted. It was also like a crazy year for me. Like, you know, that first year being on the show and like getting attacked and like everything that was going on with you. But she comes off basically being like, I get it was hard, but like it was hard for me too. And Taylor's like, what the, like your husband did not commit suicide after abusing you. You didn't have to get facial reconstructive surgery because you were like beat. No, like what Brandy, I think maybe somewhere deep down is trying to say if she maybe were sober is I'm so sorry. What I said to you, I made your horrible situation much worse. I was going through my own shit, which is why I reacted the way I did, but it's no excuse for what I did. So I just wanted to, I wanted to explain where I was coming from just to give you context as to why I was so psychotic that Taylor could digest and take in and and appreciate. And that would be a well-received apology, but it, that that needle never gets threaded. No, because ne- never, ever, 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 never. Um, I had to laugh um, at Dorinda saying she's not fired from the housewife. She was just put on pause. She's oh my paused. god! And all of them being like, "Girl, we all got fired. We're all okay." She's with like, this. "No, no." Andy called me and said, "We're pausing you for a year," but like, and then she gets up and starts cracking all the crabs and then serving them to Phaedra. and serving the Phaedra. Phaedra's like, "I will let you do she's anything." All over the, she, Dorinda, as as promised, is. 
zero to 100 every other moment. She's starting. Um, um, yeah, we get to the sort of the end of that first, like, crab eat by the end of episode one. Um, and we sort of drift into episode two. I mean, okay, so y'all are at the top of episode two. So if you haven't watched episode two, we're at the top of episode two. Um, I love the Attic Confessionals. We glossed over that. The Attic Confessionals are phenomenal. Because in the in the, the island, island Housewives, they had that room. Yeah, they had that little like you know zone. shed or that zone. This is way better. Way better, and it's so in keeping with the theme. Um, I mean, of course, we start episode two off with a vaccine fight <laughs> between Vicky, yeah, and Dorinda. Honestly, I'm glad that. It came up, they fought about it, and then they got over it. I'm glad, because I didn't want to spend any more time on that oh, than I had yeah, to. Oh, yeah, exactly. But it was going to come up, especially with Vicky coughing up a storm um, and being all She's Ill. post-COVID, though, so it's yeah. like... <laughs> so stupid. She's I just am like, girl, idiot. and then I love... I love <laughs> I love Phaedra being like, maybe there's all this confidence sneezing. Is this something I got to get checked <laughs> yeah, she's out? Like, she's like, maybe I need to like, get a COVID she's test. Like, I got I, like, I to keep myself safe. I, I love, love Phaedra. Phaedra love is her. it. But I also love that they just, they, they, they fought about it. They let it go. And then chill pill necklaces were, were distributed to everybody. Yes. Just to remind everyone to shut the fuck Relax. up. Um, okay. Here we are. We've, we've arrived at the moment that you and I were waiting for. I know. That's when Jill Zarin makes her grand entrance. Um, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. People not knowing, the other housewives not knowing who Jill Zarin is and not understanding the reference up front of them all getting pedicures and yes. Jill walking in a, like late being like, hi, ladies. With the shirt that said surprise. Like, I'm sorry. Could no one just get up and scream and be like, you bitch. Oh, my God. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. To a total remote. I would have been like Eva or someone have been like a remote turn to Ramona. And be I like, was screaming at the TV. I was thrilled. I was like, this is iconic. This is amazing. Like, give her props. She's bringing Bossy the dog with her. Like, and I just got to say absolutely love her coming in and basically taking over the entire trip being like, okay, so this is what I'm doing. This is what we've got planned. This is what oh, I'm Jill bringing Zarin in. being a walking QVC is maybe the truest statement. Okay. I've heard I, I had a, I had a rude awakening watching Jill Zarin on this episode too. And that is, I, I, I am in great danger of becoming a Jill Zarin when I grow up. The way oh, I talk I totally, about everything. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm selling everything all the time. Oh, yes. Yes, you are. And I was like, you know, I have to give you my recommendations. You know what? I got to think about it. Oh, my God. The humble brag. There's uh, no upsell. humble bragging. The humble brag upsell. You are the king. You're the king. So Jill Zarin. I will never forget when I met Jill Zarin. All she said was, you're too skinny. You're too skinny. Eat a cookie. Fed me cookies. And then I got a reservation for Scopa. Oh. For Allie, her, and Patty back in the day. But she's she was the nicest. Well, I'm so glad she's on the show. Um, Yeah. they And they get right to... All of the events, once Jill gets there, they have the sound bath, they have the ice cream. Um, I loved Taylor's conversation with Eva yes. about both of their uh, issues with domestic violence and yes. how they both are survivors and they've they've fought to the nail for their lives. And it, it was a really, really, really lovely moment. One thing that Taylor said, though, that kind of like irked me was... And not not irked me about her, but just about in general. But she says something about like being in the industry of reality, and how mm. like how they really they do see, how they really do see themselves as like it's like the acting industry, and then there's the reality industry. Like no, it's real. You have to audition. Like there's you audition to get in. Like it's a whole sort of thing. And it's and it's and 
talking from experience, it's not like, oh, you just go and live your day and you shoot a scene. Like you shoot scenes over and over again for hours. Like it's, it's real, but it's like, yeah. It is an industry. It's it's they're a hundred percent right. It, it, I I don't her, her saying that just kind of I don't know. Puts it made it click in, for yeah, you. It clicked for me in a weird way, and I was like, oh god. Um, I'm well. I know we're about to get to the blowout fight that happened at Spirit Night, but just right before that, Spirit Night and the coffee reading, like it was so impactful last time because I think maybe there were only three of them there with her. This was sort of like a. A letdown for me. It made me. It made me remember. There was like some tarot card reader on a recent show that we watched, and we're like, "This person is a fraud." Oh yeah. And it was like, I think it was like a Housewives or something. It was. I think it was either like Beverly. It was. It was. It was very recent. Yeah. It was maybe Jersey. I think it was Jersey, and we're like, "This person is lying out of their ass." Like they are not. Lake. I don't know. It was very recent. But and I was like, I love the coffee brand lady. Oh oh no no no! It was Selling Sunset. We rewatched Selling Sunset, and it it was um. It, uh, Davina. Yeah, no, Davina, uh, it was for Christine's birthday so, party or whatever. Sometimes just, like, weird. And they were like, oh, God, that's so true. Yeah, but they're no. like, Davina, yeah, you're no. just, like, weird, look weird. They're like, <laughs> but, yeah, she is. She's no, brunette. But that woman's a fraud. That woman's a complete and total other fraud. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I, the last time we saw this lady, she did the whole Richard Balloon thing, which I was like, oh, my gosh. And the Heather, talked about Heather's son and his ear yes. issue. And, like, she was spot on. So I think with this and all of the women, and I think it just overwhelmed the spiritual vibe. And I yeah. wasn't as good of a reading. And, like... And Brandy, I felt like, and I oh, like, yeah. I'm let's happy into, that she apologized that. at the end, but like, she is like interrupting and just like, I hate when, when like sound baths, I remember on Dallas when they were doing like the meditation and they're making fun of it the whole time or like this when Brandy's having a conversation when someone's getting their thing, their coffee grounds red. It's so rude. She like, just has so little respect for anyone else's, you know, uh, time, space, and it's really frustrating. And I'm sorry, but you screaming shut the fuck up all the time is going to get on people's nerves. And oh my God, <laughs> Taylor, watching her like take a deep breath in and then whip her arm on the table with that finger going, you shut the fuck up, you fucking bitch. I'll fucking kill you. Like it was unbelievable. I, I was with Brandy. I was like, all I can think about is the <laughs> meme. Also, all I can think about is that also, cat meme. But also I was Jill Zarin just about to spit my water, water out, out, like laughing hysterically because it was just, so wild. I, you and me would be Phaedra and Jill in the corner. Just Phaedra was like, ourselves. Phaedra was like, these women are actually crazy. Like I thought me and Eva being the most sane people here is crazy. Yeah. And then I loved her to go. If you can hear them, they're actually all screaming help. <laughs> yeah. Help. Yeah. I'm like, Oh my goodness. This is the house of cuckoo bats. It was insane. And again, we, we, they, they fucking go crazy. And then we walk away and we go into episode three. Okay. We're in episode three guys. And I mean, I guess the, there were three, there were three big things. There was the lasagna bake-off, the trip to Bar- Great Barrington, and then we've got the cookout crew with Eva, Phaedra, and Brandy. Mm-hmm. And Brandy's membership kind of wavering. Because Brandy is cuckoo Yes. But it really seems like the, it's, because I thought that Brandy wasn't going to be the biggest point of contention in the house. I thought for some reason it was going to be mostly Dorinda and Vicky. And I think we, we're going to see more of that later on. No, I knew Brandy was going to be trouble. Brandy, Brandy comes in looking to like spice things up. Brandy's like not just trying to chill. She knows she's like, I'm this like loud, offensive, brash one. Like I just am going to go in full guns blazing. She was going to be a problem from day one. But it's so crazy. Yeah. It's wild seeing like you've got like Dorinda and Eva and Phaedra and sometimes Tamara want Brandy to like do her best and be her best and they're rooting for her. And then I think Taylor is comfortably on the side of, 
I'm good not being with Brandy. Exactly. So she's going to, you know, kind of be on Vicky's side. You know, and that's the thing, though, is, like, I I think Brandy's being crazy, but also Vicky's the fucking worst. And, like, I'm thrilled she's here. Don't get me wrong. But she's such a just... No, ugh. she's, like, such a she, sourpuss. She, 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 she and Brandy are very similar in the way that, like, it's their way or the highway. Yes. They're going to do it their fucking way, yes. and you're going to either... It's either going to happen or you're going to fucking... Or you're out the, of luck. You're going to pay the price and you're out of luck. Consequences are coming. Um, Great Barrington is beautiful. I want to go immediately. I I want to as well. I was like, I love this little like field day trip that she's planning. Like yeah. also all of them being about like the cannabis I thought was so funny. Eva's like, I need to know what your recommendations are. They were like so excited. I was like, this is interesting. Yeah. Um, I think that... It sounds like Brandy made more of a lasagna, no, I mean more of an enchilada than a lasagna, which I probably would have voted for it because I'm much more of an enchilada person. So, um, just wanted to say that I, th- I probably casted, I probably would have cast my vote for Brandy. Um, yeah, I mean, Dorinda like got her lasagna basically freshly made by her assistants. Oh, hundred percent. And I'm sorry. Okay, Dorinda, I'm sorry. Like, you sitting there being smug about a fucking lasagna is so stupid. Like stop just stop and i love dorinda again thrilled that we're here at uh bsm (laughs) but she also like things have to go according to the itinerary or she's gonna fucking scorch the earth that needs to (laughs) that needs to relax yeah Yeah. i love you but come on well i also want to say i did love uh brandy's julia child impersonation she went to eddie estrada's school of impersonations (laughs) and accents (laughs) she's like are you determined i'm gonna cook Lasagna. And she was like, nailed it. She was like, that's it. That's Julia Child. Um, I just, it, this is just everything I've wanted and more. I, it, it, I, what did I say when I watched it? It's like, if Bravo is my drug, like I've been on placebos for a minute and I just got a huge shot of heroin. Of what, yeah. Like, it, whoa. I mean, it, this, uh, this is, was such a, this was amazing. Well, I mean, it's just like, I mean, this pajama party that also, Dorinda decides to throw at night looks so much fun. It's like almost like a bachelorette party. Yeah. I love Jill Zarin being like, with all the candies. She's like, I feel like I'm at a bar mitzvah. I was like, Jill. Also Jill saying that if she didn't get asked to make a lasagna, but if she did, she would have won. I was like, that's but so then, like Dorinda freaking out, getting bent out of shape about, <laughs> about the fact that like people thought that that question was mean and like Dorinda taking it personally. Like, I think Dorinda has to be on some sort of like medication. I think she has one drink and it, and immediately things go left. So then she has one, two, three, four, five, and it 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 blows she, her up again. She's really the roller coaster of her emotions. We're already seeing the full the full breadth. Oh, a hundred percent. Um, I I was dying at Brandy giving away all the secrets of the of of a good blowjob. She's oh like, you got, you guys, she's like, you got to choke on it a little, make them feel good. She's like, oh, and then you got to press up here. And oh my god! <laughs> and then there was that fight about her asking the chef if she was a lesbian. Then oh, that was last that episode. Oh my god! Like, well, yeah, she, I uh, so. I, Again, I, there's so much I forgot because I at one point I stopped taking notes. It just got so crazy. You have to understand, Brandy knows a lesbian when she sees one. She can tell Joe from the eyebrows. From the like eyebrows. you have to get, you have to know. That is the way. I just, uh, I, I I'm at a loss. I'm at a loss. But yeah, um, Brandy. Uh, they're then they decide to play this like game, of, like a secrets revealed game at the. And Dorinda the loses thing. her shit. She gets all upset because. Um, no, I know, but like, like you know, Jill doesn't have to answer that question about her dad if he doesn't want to. Well, I think, I think also Brandy saying like, 
national being like yeah like this is national television just like don't say too much and then all of them being like we are all on reality tv like we get it like we know that we're we what we say is gonna be on tv we're not idiots i love dorinda being like well we've all done it like there's cameras everywhere yeah um but i i was i was happy that so brandy runs this problem and i think you know, she keeps talking and talking and talking and talking and doesn't know when to stop mm-hmm. and then digs herself into a hole mm-hmm. and then tries to like go back and manipulate the previous conversation where she just said to get out of that hole. And yes. that's exactly what happened when she basically called Eva's husband a mangina. <laughs> and she was basically what she was saying was like, you're a man's a bitch. Like you're a boss ass woman. And the man that you are married to is a little I bitch. expected him to be a bitch. Yeah. Because he's not. Yes. Well, that's what she doesn't say that at first. She says, no, she doesn't. She says he's a mangina. Yeah. And she goes, and she just is like, he looks like a little bitch. That's basically what she's saying. Then she's like, well, no, no, no. He's not a mangina. I said he looked like a mangina, but I was surprised that he wasn't a mangina. And it's like, no, Brandy. Because what did he do that proved that he wasn't a mangina to you? Absolutely nothing. I'm with Eva. I'm like, as a Scorpio, I know exactly what you're doing and exactly yes. how you're trying to manipulate it back. Yes. Girl, you screwed up. You said too much. And now you're lying to everyone's faces, including Eva's being like, yes. no, no, I was, I was saying he seemed like a mangina. Yes. And it's like, no. And yes. I love Eva just being like, I'm just going to ignore it. We're cool. Just don't bring it up again. Yes. hundred percent. Cause she knows. She knows. A Scorpio always knows. <laughs> no secrets from us. Nothing can be hidden. No, not at all. Oh my God. It was, it was just, it was wonderful. It was absolutely wonderful. I want more. I, w- I really wish there was like all the, re- I, this was I'm just going to be a show forever. I, I'm assuming it's just going to be an, a new episode. A week. To week. Um, we might get a on. three drop, but let's hope it's one, one a week. I kind of want a three drop. No, again. I want to savor it. I no, want to spread it out. I got to spread it out and savor it. Um, but yeah, we mentioned it all this week. We, the, yeah, the, we did. It's blew our socks off. And next week we're going to have Southern charm on the docket. Yeah, so next week, again, Saturday is going to be our new day. And we're Check going that to cover out. both episode one and two of Southern Charm for yes. the new season. Yes, and yes, we, yes. I'm sure we'll have a lot to discuss. Yes, we will. Just see, look at that. We had three, and now we have five, and we're going to be full of Bravo news. Amazing. <laughs> All right. Oh, let's get out of here. We're boring them. Adios. Go for it. Oh, wait, you didn't say anything. Oh. You didn't say any of your speeches. Okay, well... If you aren't already subscribed, subscribe wherever you're listening, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, <laughs> Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. Idiot. And we're on social media by searching at Hot and Bravo, that at H-O-T-N-B-R-A-V-O-D. And we will see y'all next Goodbye, time. Goodbye. Happy Pride.